I'm Peter Jones, and welcome to the Foyne Jones Show. This podcast will be combining personality, passion, and our love of football, alongside industry and recruitment news. Our amazing guests will share their personal stories and also explain what they get up to when they're not at work. So here we are, we're in Wigmore Street, London, at the beautiful house in Interiors, and we're recording our first podcast of 2020. How excited are you, Mr Church? Okay, we've got two fantastic guests. We've got Clara and Stuart from DS Media. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Foyne Jones Show. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited about this one. We met Clara, me and Callum. Um, for, for meant to be a quick coffee. We were there for hours. <laughs> we were there for hours. She, knew, she knew everything about my kids. She knew everything about where, where Callum went to school. You know, we even knew about your, your boys' YouTube channel, didn't we? Yeah, so, exactly. So yeah, what we're going to yeah. do in this episode is we are going to obviously talk about all things KBB. All right. right, we've got the big show looming, we've got excitement things to talk about there, but what we're going to start with is DS Media, which is the world of you two guys, and we're going to bring you both to life as human beings, because we can all read pieces of paper, we can read articles, and we, we have perception, but when you get to know the personality and the stories behind the business, that's when you resonate and you, and you kind of get real. So, welcome to the show, are you nervous? little bit. Nerves, yeah, nerves are lie. good. What I'm going to say, and this is only for audio, and we, we will do some little video sound bites, but Claire, I've got big beard envy. Oh, I mean, you know, yeah. it's the first yeah. thing I said. I said, sure, <laughs> I've got beard envy, mate. I, I just can't do that. Yeah, but it's a stunning beard, what you do. Oh, I see. We'll be just drinking coffee, talking football soon, and you'll, you'll be drifting <laughs> in a seat. All right, so, so that, that's, that's just a snapshot, just to set the scene for the episode. We're, we know we're going to be talking about KBB, but we really want to bring to life who DS Media are and what you do. So let's talk about that first, and then go on to you as people and personality. Yeah. Over to you guys. Okay, so DS Media we set up in August last year. Um, It's a brand new publishing company, which is a division within another company, a bigger print and design company called Direct Solutions. Um, So DS Media was set up to support the designer brand, which um, we bought from um, the previous employer. Um, So um, designer, I've worked on the designer brand for oh about 12 years i think now um so um i wanted to um i wanted the brand to sort of breathe again and to be reinvested in and to sort of move the brand forward and um had lots of ideas and ds media was the correct vehicle to sort of move it forward um so that's sort of how the company was born so sort of came across um stuart came over as well and we've started since... Did the beard come or did the beard arrive the beard afterwards? The beard came with it. It came as a dun- yeah. Yeah, double axe. I tried to it's a done deal. Yeah, yeah, it's a deal. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. So, 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 so DS Media, I mean, you talk about 12 years. I mean, you know, if we go back 12 years, we didn't even have iPhones, did we? Or did we maybe just have a little Probably baby? Maybe just. Maybe just. We might still yeah. be on Nano Shuffle. So, yeah. so, so the world's evolved dramatically. Yes. Technology's yes. evolved. Has design changed in that period of time? Hugely, hugely. Mm. And publishing's changed so much. Mm. When I first got into publishing, um, the internet wasn't even really a thing. That's how old I am. <laughs> it was all about magazines. Everyone went out and bought magazines. You could Google what was around. And um, I bet we bought different magazines if we went yeah, to the I'm shops. Sure yeah, we probably bought very different <laughs> magazines. Yeah, and, and you know, yeah. And the world, has cha- the world has changed literally so much, and the way content is consumed has, been, yeah. has changed so much. So I've seen how the publishing industry has just completely evolved, and I think what is 
so different now, um, which affects Designer Magazine and all magazines, is it's not all about the print. It's all about the other elements that come mm. with it. So we're, we're into our events. We're doing quite a lot of events. We're doing you know, a lot of digital marketing, um, things like this, actually. So mm. we can just tell people what we're doing. And the designer brand is not just a print magazine. Mm. It is. I mean, I mean, social media, I mean, I, I got dragged kicking and screaming into it. I tell this story a lot. And my first sales role when I got out of the office, you know, was a sales rep. But, but I actually had a phone card. You know, so we're, we're, we're like on that cusp of not even having mobile phones. So that's showing how old I am. So, so, you know, so I look at how technology's evolved and even my business as such in, in terms of recruitment. You know, back in the day, our, our marketing was the back of one of these pages. Yeah, you know, it was the back of a trade press with your positions. And by the time it's printed, the positions are filled. You're like, yeah. and, and, and you look at where we are now, it's multimedia, it's instant. You know, people want to be able to connect with you. So... I got almost dragged kicking or screaming, kicking and screaming into into the world of social media and particularly LinkedIn. That's my room. You know, people often say you, you, you use a room or a channel where you have the most followers. So I could shout in Twitter and be heard by a few people. I could do star jumps in, in Instagram and not be seen by many people. But in the world of LinkedIn, the great and good of LinkedIn, that's where I'm well connected and, and it works for us. Mm. And as a movable, movable, movable channel, it's absolutely brilliant. That has to have had a real effect, though, just on, I'd imagine, the thought process behind the publication and your contacts and clients and the industry, because you've got you've to revolve with it, but not everyone you're talking to is on the same page, I'd imagine, with their understanding of it. Exactly, absolutely. I mean, where we're at with the designer brand is that, you know, across social media, we've got 60,000 followers, which is huge for a magazine brand. So we're completely aware that our readers are engaging content by reading the magazine, but also looking on LinkedIn, looking on Twitter, looking on Instagram. So we have to engage with everyone on every different level. And it's not, people don't, our readers don't necessarily want to sit down and read hmm. a thousand word feature. I'm going, to sum up, I'm going to sum up in our relationship, the power of LinkedIn, was when we met just before Christmas, you walked in, and, and you almost embraced and hugged Callum, going, like, I know you, I Callum. Love Callum. No, but, but, but I it was, no, no, I mean, we all hugged him, but, but I mean, it's like, it's like you knew him before like you I met him. him. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's powerful, what, yeah. for a 19 year old lad? To, yeah. And he has people at all different levels in my industry recognise him. They blank me, Stuart. I mean, they, they, actually walk, they walk past me now and they go straight to Callum, don't they? Yeah, yes. I'm only joking. Yes. <laughs> no, but, but that's yeah. the power. Yeah, yeah that's the power. Absolutely, and I think something that's really important in the world of design, mm. as we mentioned earlier, it is changing. It moves at such a fast pace. So having a monthly magazine is really important because that's that's the that's the um, stable that mm. that is what goes out each month. But the social media side of things and Designerati, the new website, allows us to get up to date, cutting edge news out on a daily basis. Hmm. So it's not stale or old by the time it hits the magazine. Clara, Stuart, welcome to the show. This is going to be a great episode. Stuart Sinclair, Essex boy. Indeed. Uh, you support a team not from Essex because we are going to bring football in. Clara doesn't want me to, but I can't do a podcast without football. <laughs> we have to. We have to. We have to. It's the point yeah. of Jones Law. It's, 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 it's what we do, isn't it, Clara? It's what we do. It's what we do. There you go. No, but, but I mean, so let's talk about, about your background, you know. Okay. So, so, so Essex boy in publishing, in design. Bring yourself to life, mate. Cool. So 
I um, got into sales um, probably about 15 years ago now, um, and I was working for uh, an Essex regional newspaper, um, which gave me everything. I, I cut my teeth on it, um, and um, you know I learned so so much um, to the point where um, in the sort of 2008. 2009 when the credit crunch hit and there was all, a load of talk about supporting your local high street and, and all that kind of mm. thing um, I kind of had the brainwave to uh, start um, a community magazine I was very community uh, based Is this the one with a great name? I, well maybe mm. it was called Around Town mm. okay. um, and that used to uh, um, you know, circulate and it was um, purely um, for local businesses and it went to every single home within the local area and it was services, pubs, restaurants, everything that you could want from your local immediate area. Because mm. I because I live in Sussex by the sea now, yes. and I live in a very uh, Dickinson town or Louisian. I'm a Louisian living in Lewis. I'm a, technically they call me a DFL. I'm a down from London. I'm not Sussex born and bred, you know. Um, <laughs> but they have a publication called Viva Lewis, all okay. right? And it's and it sounds very similar to that. Yeah. It showcases the new shops, the new restaurants, the you know everything that's going in the community. But it's it's something that people are really passionate about. Absolutely. You know, it's not a throwaway. It's a free publication, but it's. It has some followers. It really does. Yeah, for sure. And, and we were the same. Um, so um, by the time I actually parted ways with the magazine, we had three different areas uh, being um, being serviced uh, by these different around town magazines. Uh, but I was, I think, I really wanted to do that, uh, and I did, and I executed it, and I proved to myself that um, it, there was a market, there was a need for for a magazine like that. So um, you know, after four years with uh, with Around Town magazine, I was after a new challenge, and uh, one came along in the form of On Office at Media 10, um, where uh, I, I started as a sales exec, jumped into the world of design, and absolutely loved it, um, and was there for sort of four years at the helm of, uh, across On Office and Icon magazine, which are both amazing brands, um, before jumping to DS Media. I mean, right. and what and is that, you know, how people from the outside looking in would envisage publishing to be, you know, media sales? Is it, it was, is it, was that an era of telephone bashing, phones, and uh, is it, yeah, just bring that to, just give, give me an insight into Yeah, that. completely, so yeah. very much so at the Was it, was it as far up as Wolf and Wall Street, or was it a bit, <laughs> a bit, a bit lower down? Yeah? It was slightly lower down, we you had... You weren't throwing <laughs> any small fellas about, or... <laughs> I wasn't. Um, <laughs> um, we uh, we when I, certainly at the newspaper, um, it was very very uh, very much yeah. about hitting the phones. It was very boiler room mm. type yeah. uh, type good stuff. Film. Very good film. I use I use clips of that in my um, in my uh, sales day, in my sales director days. I use clips of that regularly. No, completely. Well, we used to um, we actually got given homework once uh, to watch Glen Gary Glen Ross, which was kind of like the first yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Um, so I'm, I know exactly what you mean, um, but no, that was very, um, very sales based on the phone. Uh, you know, call times, number of people you've reached, that kind of thing. Whereas, um, you know, as as a different steps throughout my professional career, uh, you, you know, the understanding has come with all about building relationships. I think especially within the design industry, well across a lot of industries, mm. but in the design industry it's all about the relationships. Mm. You can't pick up the phone and sell an advert and put the phone down, it doesn't work like that and we don't want to work like that either. No. It's about you know having the relationship with that client and finding out what they want to achieve via their marketing and how we can help them and you get that through trust and 
seeing them and, and building up that long-term, long-standing relationship, which is what I've always done, it's what you've always done, and yeah. it works really well for Designer mm. Magazine. I think that's a really important point, actually, because it, it is about discovering discovering the needs yeah. of mm. the client. Yeah. It's yeah. not just saying, I've got a page to fill, do you yeah. want it? Mm. It's, okay, well, you know, yeah. what are you trying to achieve? How are you trying to reach your, your audience? It's that dark art, isn't it? The ability to listen. Exactly. You know, yeah. and, and, then, and then you go that one step further, the special people, they've got the ability to listen and then remember and retain information. That's the, <laughs> that's the, that's the, that's the darkest yeah. of the dark yeah. arts. Yeah, that's, where I, that's where I let myself yeah. down. So, so let's finish off with yourself, Stuart. We mentioned football. Yes. Manchester City fan in the stronghold of Essex. It won't well, quite. Yeah. Um, so I'll... I'll explain that, if please I may. Do. Please um, do. It was Don't actually... take too long, because Claire will leave. No, yeah. for yeah. sure. It was actually down to my father, um, who uh, was... he watched From Billy Man... <laughs> From, from Dagenham, <laughs> actually. Um, he watched Man City play on TV in 1954, I believe oh, it was. Um, he was about nine, ten years old. Um, and uh, he watched this game of football. And uh, Man City actually lost at the end of it. But my dad didn't have a team as such at that point. And he, uh, he said to himself, they played really great football. I'm going to follow them all the next season, which he did, yeah. and he stuck with them ever since. So it's similar to, to your home. Um, my brother and I, we had no choice. Mm. Um, we were forced into our city shirts of an early age. I call it the sheep dip, mate. I got older yeah, Henry, uh, Harry on his first birth, well, he, on his first day of ball. You know, boom, you're in, you're full. Henry, <laughs> you're in, bang. Let's suffer together, yeah, boys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean? And we have. Man City have, have, mate. We yeah, have we suffered. Have, uh, um, and we've gone up and down the leagues. Um, Riding a wave at the moment, although I don't fancy our chances against Liverpool this season. Yeah, it's a, it'll be a tough season, mate. But I think the you know I, I, we were talking before we were recording, Clara, because oh, we didn't want to bring football into no, the episode. And I was saying I've seen Fulham play Man City in Division Three, Division Two, Division yeah. Old Money. You know, so <laughs> what, what would it be now? Second, first, Championship Prep. Exactly. You know, so you've been all the way down. You're on the way back up. You're playing some amazing football with some amazing players. Welcome to the show. Thank you, mate. Clara, you're a Suffolk girl currently yeah. residing in Essex. Yes, that's um, And you've brought a, you've brought a creature with I you. Have. You've, and his name's Boris. His name's Boris. I'm going to hand Boris over to yes. you. Callum, you film in this part because I think this is going to be uh, really good for the for the for the sound bites on LinkedIn. Let's let's talk this Boris. Is, uh, Boris Humphrey Jones, everybody. Oh, it's a relative so, of mine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So Same father, probably. He's actually, yeah. a, he's actually a puppet, so um, he can actually talk. Um, so to introduce Boris to everybody, I left school at 17, no A-levels, didn't go to university, got straight into publishing, started my first publishing job. For the benefit of people who can't see Boris, yes. what puppet is he? He's a lizard. He's, He's a, a monitor lizard. lizard, green mm. and a bit sparkly. I mean, look at Callum, yeah. smiling away. He's, he's like yeah. stemming over there. Look, yeah, he's all like, look at him. He's yeah. loving he's Boris. He's an amazing lizard and he's very yeah. old lizard now. So, yeah, so my first publishing job ever, 17 years old, went to work for a publisher called Monitor Press. Mm. Their logo was a monitor lizard, and this actual lizard was in reception at that company when I joined at 17 years old. Um, Should so, it still be there? No. No, okay, I'm just checking, I'm just there. checking, so that's all. I went in, like I said, I started at the bottom, yeah. I worked my way up. Um, I think I was there around six years. Mm. Um, the company was bought by what was Lloyds of London Press back then. It's now Informer. 
um, huge corporate, um, moved to various offices in London, and to cut a long story short, over the years, the monitor press side of the company um, was dissolved and, and it became sort of Lloyds of London Press. My career was, was working, was going really well in publishing at that time. So at, I think, around six years, um, all the directors and all the original staff of Monitor Press had left. I was sitting there working away, um, and the receptionist called me downstairs, there's a box in reception for you. Went down to reception, and Boris was sitting oh. there in a box with a note from the directors to say, we want you to keep Boris with you throughout your publishing career and take him on your publishing journey with you. And Boris and is on his first podcast today? He's on his first podcast. Boris is on his yeah. first podcast. Yeah. I mean, and she, and she didn't know what to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean we, we've had, we've had um, the CEO of Trend Transformations bring on his Speedos from his water polo. Oh, wow. You know, he's, he brought them out. You know, this is what I wear. When he does cross-Atlantic swimming and right. plays water polo. And, and he brought them in. I mean, they, they were pretty good props. But, I mean, Boris has trumped him all day long, hasn't he? Yes, he has. Oh, yes. Boris and Trump in the same yeah. sentence. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I mean, yes. he's, he's a natural. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he's, he's an absolute natural. So, so, let, let's, so let's, let's talk about where this lizard's been over so, the years. So, this lizard so essentially um in 2007 mm. um i was working in legal publishing in 2007 i set up my own business um which was pro publishing media and events and the mascot and logo for my business was a lizard and boris was in the reception of my own company which i ran for 11 and a half years so he's re- remained with me on my whole publishing journey my uh, my 11 week old cocker spaniel puppy puppy snoop dog yeah uh, snoop would love boris oh, i don't know what no. state boris would come yeah, back in no. but um, up, he'd be. have a go wouldn't he oh, yeah he'd end up he'd end up under callum's desk because everything he finds just goes under callum's <laughs> desk <laughs> Doesn't it? so yeah so he's always been to every new member of staff that's ever worked for me has had the boris story Do they get to take <laughs> boris home and stuff like that as no, part of the reduction no no because he's, no. he's no. in his office space so, so let, let's let's go from Boris's adventures yes. to Clara's adventures, and let's just bring to life that journey and where you are right now, and, and what the future holds. Okay, so um, obviously I ran my own business, as I said, pro publishing. I launched consumer magazine Utopia Kitchen and Bathroom. I bought Designer Kitchen and Bathroom magazine and the awards from the previous publishers back in two thousand and eleven, um, and then in two thousand and eighteen I sold the brands to Media Ten. Um, joined there as a portfolio director, heading up the kitchen and bathroom division there. Um, ran the titles there for just over a year. Um, and then, as I mentioned earlier, an opportunity came up, up to um, form DS Media and to bring the titles out of DS Media, which enabled me to sort of be in control again and, uh, and run the brands how, how I like to run them. Um, so that's what I did. And, um, and I haven't looked back, and Martin, who I definitely need to mention, Martin Allen Smith is Hello, the Martin. So Martin's not here, but he has been the editor of Designer Magazine for the last 13 years, and he's been on my journey with me the mm. whole time, and he's now... You spoke, when, when we met before media. Christmas, we spoke so positively and warmly. Yeah, I about love Martin. Martin. He's yeah. brilliant. He's I mean, we love Martin editor. by the end of it. We, we I mean, we, we, you know, we've never met he's, him. He's a great editor. Yeah. Clients very much Is he like a calming him. influence on you? Yeah, he is yeah. because I'm 100 miles an that, hour. I guess that. And I have lots of ideas and I'm very creative. And uh, Martin, he won't mind me saying, he's Captain Sensible, as I yeah. call him. And he, we meet each other in the middle. Yeah. He, he calms me down and says, slow down. 
think about that properly. You, you, I, I mean, we, I'm going to use football, Claire. I'm sorry, but you can't. <laughs> you can't have a team of number nines. Absolutely. You know, not. you can't. You need the left back. You need a right back. You need someone to calm things down and organise. Yes, exactly. And then the creative people can do yes. what they do best. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. So, um, so yeah, I just yeah, what I wanna, what I'd like to get across to people is obviously I'm a publisher. I've been a publisher for sort of 25 years now, but I'm passionate about the kitchen and bathroom mm. industry, and I've worked in this industry for so long now that I'm not just about producing magazines. I'm I want to support the industry through content, and that's mm. what I I think I achieve, and that's what I get across to our clients. Designer Magazine is a monthly publication aimed at professionals who design and specify residential and commercial projects at the upper, mid to high end of the market. Designer has established a reputation as an authoritative, cutting edge publication. To celebrate their 20th year and as part of the magazine's continued development and growth, in February 2020 they have broadened their content to reach beyond the residential K&B sector to include projects, ideas and innovations from other fields, specifically in commercial design and hospitality. Drawing on inspiring content from across diverse sectors, we further enhance the magazine's appeal to this core part of the market. For more information, please contact Clara Deeks Publishing Director on 0203-538-0269. So, so I've got to say, guys, Claire and Stuart, you know, I believe, and, and we are, we, we've got a 17-year reputation for doing more things right than we do wrong in the world of recruitment, and that is a, and, and so much of what we do is in kitchens, bedrooms and bathrooms, which is why we're all sitting around this beautiful table in Wigmore Street. But... I've got to talk about the awards, all right? Because okay. I see the footage. I see the after-show footage, the during-the-show footage. I see people who've clearly had one or two sherbets, you know, having their pictures done. I'm going, I know you. I know you. I know her. I know her. <laughs> Why is she in every picture? And I sit there thinking, you must have so much fun. But I've got to ask a question. How big and high do those stress levels rise in the build-up uh, to those events. Very Quite high. high. Yeah. Very high. I'm yeah. a massive stress head. Yeah. Two weeks before the awards and the morning of the awards. Not mm. going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But something you must be really proud of. I love the awards. Yeah. Um, I've been the awards are 18 years old now. Wow. Um, very well established. And um, I now, after all these years, feel like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, which is really Does she good. know what she's doing? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, good no, host. Definitely. Yeah, good I, I love, we have a celebrity host, but we never announce who the host is, so I like the surprise on the day of who the host is, and we always bring our Lifetime Achievement of the Year yeah. winner, which is always a big name designer, which is a nice surprise at the end. And I think what's different about our awards is that we focus purely on design only. Yeah. And that's really, really important that winning a designer award is, is a huge, you know, it's a huge uh, thing to win and people are so, so proud. I've seen some of your winners, you know, some of your winners had class as friends, some of them had class as people that we work with on a business-to-business -business way mm -hmm. and, you, and you see it there. But, but I get that because seeing the personalities and the individuals that are associated with it, they are the very design-led the design-led companies, yeah. design-led personalities. And, and there is, I, I believe, a sort of a distinct difference appearing in the businesses where you can see that, that some are chasing market share aggressively or they're chasing it by price point or different range and others are still staying very true to the, the importance of design. Yeah, 
Exactly. I mean, our awards, we do blind judging, so we always have a high calibre host of judges and um, we can take off all company names, designer names. It's completely blind judging, which is something we don't actually talk about that much, mm. but that's how sometimes I mean, we have... I mean, I, I have a vision of what that looks like and, yeah. and it probably doesn't look like my vision. So just just talk me through that. So okay. so they're presented with the, the, with the, the project, so we get cradle the, to grave. The, the they, images from the projects, yeah. the blueprints of the projects, um, and the price and the, sort of the appliance list, obviously, in the kitchen mm. project, projects. Um, but we take off, like I said, any reference to the, the client name, the, um, the homeowner's name, the designer, the company, and any of the brands. They will have sort of appliance brands that are in there. They can obviously see them. Um, so they completely don't know. So what happens, the downfall of that is we've had finalists in there three times. Well, I say downfall, it's obviously yeah. not for the finalists. For yeah. us as an awards um, yeah. organiser, we'd like to have different finalists, but they're purely um, judged on, on the merits of that particular project, which is fantastic because it shows that we're not choosing it in, in a commercial way or in a way to, mm. to show the variance across the market. It's about if it's a good design, it's the finalists. And those individuals that. That, are, that are doing the blind judging, where, where do you draw your, your expertise from? Where, so where we, is that panel from? Those? Um, we tend to have architects. We have a couple of architects in there, um, product designers, um, as well as interior designers and project designers. So we tend to have sort of six or seven judges that across different variants. So they're looking at some will judge a kitchen or bathroom project purely on design, and we are the designer awards. Some will judge it on function. So there's different elements that these different judges look at, and that's what's important, that every single element of that project is just, and it's not just about the initial look at one image. It's like, where have they, have they, yeah. over, have they had to take out a staircase in that kitchen to form that space? And that, that forms a big part of, of whether they would win or not. So it's trying to cover all the variants across the judges. But as a business, as people, you're, you're so much more than just the awards, aren't you? Yeah. You're so much do. more than, than just the awards. And I yes. think that's, 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 that's a great sort of way, pathway into us to talk about the, the online media today yes. and, and something exciting which has launched recently. Designer Artie. Designer Artie. Yes. Go, go, go. Drum no. roll, please. <laughs> so, do you He's wearing it. Oh, yeah, he was ready to go there. <laughs> hair's, the hair's running. Over to you, sir. So, Designerati um, launched in December 2019. It's the new digital name for Designer, um, which we're really proud of, aren't we? Yeah, really, really super proud. Um, so, it's been uh, a while in the making. Um, we kind of had a bit of a, uh, a soft launch at the awards in, in, um, in 2019. Um, and really, it's probably a good opportunity to, um, to mention this. Uh, but the, uh, the launch of Designerati... Um, it was very much a soft launch into a slightly different direction mm. that Designer Magazine is going in um, as of uh, February onwards. So I'll get onto that in a second. But Designerati, um, obviously Designer has always been known for kitchen and bathrooms and it's championed it successfully uh, now for 20 years. Um, and, and that's not going to be changing. Um, but what we are doing is introducing some slightly different content um, into uh, into the mix, which is included, uh, that's launched on the website already. So architecture, design, commercial interiors, uh, workplace, 
hospitality, hospitality yeah. retail, all these different sectors um, have now uh, been introduced online already on Designerati, which has been received really well. I was going to say, what's the response like? Because that's a step change, isn't it? You it, know? Is, it really is a step change, yeah. and, it, and it has been positive. Mm. And I think it's um, for the um, for the reader, for for uh, you know the, the audience that we're reaching. Um, you know, they they love kitchens and bathrooms, of course, but. Often they're working on these projects, they're working on big projects. Some can be residential, some can be commercial. We're just offering a little bit more so that they're not having to go, okay, we're going there for kitchen and bathrooms, we have to go over here for mm. you know, chairs and tables, we're going over here for lighting. We're doing it all under one, yeah. in one place. And designers are multidisciplinary now, and that's what we've we've noticed. That's what Martin Allen Smith, yeah. our editors, noticed. I, I see so, that. I mean, we, yeah. we see my team see that. If, if Holly and Lara were here, who, who sort of run the KBB recruitment, and you know, they would say that's very much part now of the of the mo- most talented people in the you know in the job seeking market. You, yeah. you can see them. They can they can dive into hospitality. They can they can they can they can turn their hands there. They're not as pigeonholed. Yes. Do you know what exactly, I mean? And yes, I don't know whether yeah. that's a need to be creative or whether that's just a, a, a route or pathway that people want to take. But but that certainly is being replicated by you know the population of, of job seekers. And, mm-hmm. and we, we spoke, didn't we, Claire? You remember we spoke about you know where's the where's the, where's the next generation exactly. of designers yeah, coming from? Where's the next yeah. generation of talent? I think that's gonna be for future shows because yeah, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. really work on that. So yeah. so let, let's go go back to designer arty then. So so it, it's there now, you know, yes. It, yes. it's accessible. Who's reading it? Who's 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 subscribing to it? Who's interacting with it? What's the what to bring that? How's, how's the response going? Well, it's actually a bit, it's a bit of a mix. We've got a lot of um, you know um, professionals from um, the furniture manufacturers or kitchen and mm. bathroom manufacturers as well. Mm. Um, they're all sitting up and and, and taking heed. Yeah. Um, but architects, designers alike, um, we are getting ten. 20 yeah, uh, emails yeah, off the yeah. website a day. Yeah. I'm um, going to give you a compliment, um, and you know you wouldn't have expected this, but you know you gave me the magazine yes. uh, just before Christmas, so yeah. I took it home and I was just oh, we're Ready? doing some stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, no, 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 this is get, it gets better, it gets better. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't just plopping up the table. No. So, so, so I was, um, it was sort of between Christmas and New Year, and my wife Jane was, was reading it. She goes, this is really good. I said, have you seen their online designer? I said, what? And then she's telling me about you, she's telling me about you, oh, and I'm going like, yeah, they're the people that me and Callum are going to be recording this <laughs> podcast with. They're, they're the people that came. She goes, oh, they're really good, aren't they? Like, you know, make sure you don't let them down. I'm like, thanks, Jeff. So, 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 so my wife doesn't think I'm good enough to talk to you, but, but she, she really likes the, the, the magazine and she loved the online that, there. So, so there you go. Now, that's not, I guess, would have been your target audience, but... <laughs> Believe me, she has a kitchen, she has a bathroom, yeah, she's exactly, got expectation. Yeah. We'll take a test. And she likes nice things. <laughs> it's not a problem at all. But, but isn't, that, isn't that mad? And, and again, it? that shows the power yeah. of social media because Jane yes. doesn't follow me. She, she follows me, she doesn't really like what I do, but she loves what Callum does. Right. Like, Callum gets all the love and feedback. Oh, Callum's done this, Callum's done that, it's really good. <laughs> and, and she's like, yeah, I can see Callum's connected to Claire, and I've looked at this, I've looked at that. And I'm thinking, like, wow, let's just take that into a business world or yeah. B2B or B- yeah. B2C. The power of having that online presence to back up your, your old fashioned, because there's still something nice, right, about opening up the opening up the publication. Definitely. Definitely yeah. I got um I got Shoe Dog for Christmas, the, the night memoirs, right, the oh, book. Right. So I've been dropping hints after hints after hints. I mean, I could get it on iBooks, but you know, I'd, and it arrived in my stocking. I was really happy, so I got, I got Shoe Dog. But there's something about it because I really want to read it that I want to be able to open it and put it down. But there'll be other times when I don't, I'm happy to 
you know, just flip through and yeah, do it on the yeah. phone or do it on a tablet. And you're covering all those mediums now. Well, well yeah, I mean, sorry no, to interrupt. On. We've got, obviously, the co- not all the content from the magazine is on mm. designer arty, a yeah. portion of the content. Yeah, and that's, that's what's interesting. But we work with specialist writers that are not just writing for the magazine, that are writing externally for designer arty as well, to produce new content. So mm. people are reading new exclusive content straight on the website, um, which is attracting new people. Mm. And it's all about building a bigger audience. You know, we've got an established readership for designer magazine. It has been going for 20 years now. We want to reach out and we want to get to new people mm. and that's what Designer Arty gets across and I think our belief in the new brand Designer Arty um, shows because we've changed, as I mentioned earlier, we've got 60,000 social media followers, we've changed all of our social media handles from Designer KB Mag to Designer Arty mm. which shows our belief in the brand So, and I think we haven't lost any followers yet, which I is good. It sounds like you're gaining them. So, so what's the next 18 months hold for Designer Arty? Well, we've got new phases, so we've sort of launched it as phase one, as we're calling it. We've got phase two coming in, which is going to offer much more functionality. Um, It's going to offer a directory section within the website and just a lot more, without giving too much away, just more um, in-depth content. Podcasts, you know, podcasts are huge at the moment, so we're going to be introducing a lot more podcasts on the website. So we're just developing it, moving it forward, and, and yeah, and we can't really say much more than that at this stage, but it's going to be, uh, it's, it's going to be, you know, it is a huge brand for us. We've got more investment going into the brand and we mm. see that as, as the future of the designer brand Amazing. because digital is obviously the way forward. I mean, I'm pretty much straight talker in terms of, in terms of where I'm from and, and, and for, for Foyne Jones and the Foyne Jones show, the podcast, you know, to, to, to actually have guests like yourself on that are leading, the, you're leading design, you're, you're working with the great and good in the industry and some of the most talented, not just brands, but individuals within those brands. And that, that's what excites me. It's the, you know, nothing happens for me without people. So, yeah, yeah. you know, we could have a beautiful showroom here. It could look great, but if the right person isn't smiling and building, you know, making me feel nice when I walk in, I'll probably walk straight back out. Yeah. And, and it is the people that kind of make the magic happen. And, and I think for, to, to have you here today and, and hear the passion you've got about taking the, the, the offline, the online, and the awards forward. That's mm. really exciting. And, and we're very much looking forward to be, be partnering or working with you in it in, in whatever way it will be. And that's going to come to life, I guess, in a, in a month or so, isn't it? Yes. We've got, well, we've got, in fe- the February issue of Designer is a complete mm. redesign, um, redesigned magazine. We're working with a new art director who's bringing in a complete new look, new branding, new front cover. This is sort of hot off the press now, isn't it? It is, yeah. Oh, I like things like this. It is exclusive. I love an exclusive. What is remaining the same is our paper stock because our readers absolutely love our paper stock and they love the smell of the magazine. We get that all the time. Mm. So that's remaining the same. We've got a complete new look and that will be launched at the KBB show. And you're packaging it up in something special as well. I read that online. Oh, the potato yes. starch. Yes. Well, obviously, we're trying to be environmentally friendly. Mm. Um, obviously, you know, we have to be. So we are wrapping it with potato starch mailings, to, uh, which is completely biodegradable. And we do that in-house. I saw that last night. So, oh, did you? Yeah, I saw oh, that last night. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I saw that last <coughs> night. That's good. Yeah. But again, you know, that's, that's just, that, that just shows again the, 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 power, the, the power. I mean, you guys sound like genuinely, you're like buzzing. You know, this yeah. is like, this is so exciting. I mean, this is, this is yeah. really sort of going places for it, yes. doesn't it? Yes. So, so 2020 going to be a big, big 12 months. Oh, it's going to be huge. Okay. Absolutely, Absolutely. huge.
The Designer Studio Sessions brand offers the opportunity to run a bespoke, targeted event for a specific audience. Run with high editorial integrity, the events are curated by our editor, Martin Allen-Smith. Events of varying formats cover some of the most important and engaging topics affecting designers in kitchens, bathrooms, interiors and architecture. Leading experts and specialists are sourced and selected from the world of architecture, design and or the interior sector to discuss and debate an issue that is important to your brand with extensive post-event coverage in Designer Magazine and designerarty.co.uk. For bespoke sponsorship packages, please contact Stuart Sinclair, Portfolio Manager, on 0203 538 0269. Okay, so we've got a new look for the designer magazine, but for, for all the fans, it's going to feel and smell the same. Yes, it's it just going to look better with new writers, <laughs> new editors, or, or, or new editors being introduced to, to, to just take it into the new level. You've also got some exciting things going on away from design, haven't you, at DS Media? Yes, we have. We are you're mixing with the celebrity circuit. We're mixing I've heard. with the celebrities. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah. so we have got the contract for Jimmy's Farm magazine. We're not just talking about Callum when so, you talk celebrities no, either. Yeah, no. Brown Callum. <laughs> so I'm sure most people have heard about Jimmy's Farm magazine. He's great friends with Jamie Oliver. Um, they've got Jamie and Jimmy on a Friday night at eight o'clock at the moment on the TV. And we're producing their magazine, which is going to be available in Waitrose and John Lewis stores throughout Essex and Suffolk. It has, you know, they've published their own um, sort of quarterly magazine before. Mm. We are completely changing it up. It's currently sort of a square format marketing brochure. It's now going to be an A4 lifestyle uh, glossy magazine with features, in-depth features included complete new design, complete new look and increased distribution. So the first issue is going to press this month, um, it will be the spring issue which comes out uh, for the February half term. So very exciting, um, there will be more about that coming soon. I but, mean I've got yeah. to say, I, I, you know, I'm, not, I'm from the outside looking in, but I would imagine getting that gig is quite sought after with Jimmy and Jamie and mm. you know being, being the people behind that. So. I was excited to go to their Christmas party and meet everyone this year. Which was with nice. To Did you behave? I mean, of course I behaved. Well done. Always behave. <laughs> well done. I'm just checking. Um, so yeah, so that was really nice. And yeah, it's a great brand. It's yeah. a great farm. I love their their ethos and, and what they're doing with the farm. And it's now a wildlife park. And it's got zoo status and it's growing. And um, I, I'm really happy to be a part of of the good life, as they call it. That's their slogan. Share the good life. I, I'm old enough so, to remember the good life. Oh, I remember yeah, it. I remember yeah. Felicity life. Kendall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Richard Bryce. Yeah. Something about Felicity Kendall in that program, but you know, go, go, going back a long time. And they're in suburbia, aren't they? Surbiton. That's where they live. Yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. A lot of my family have moved from Fulham to Surbiton, so it's just. Uh. And, and I do find it on Gold or one of those yep. channels. Yeah, and, and I kind of thought, oh, I might have half hour this, why not? <laughs> it's like easy watching. So, so we've got Jimmy's Farm, we've yes. got the New Look magazine, we've got Designer Arty. Wow, it's going to be a great year for you. Yeah, yeah reckon so. Definitely. Okay, so we've been really lucky on today's episode of the Foyne Jones Show. This podcast is special. We're on location in Wigmore Street. We're with Graham Robinson at your beautiful showroom. Would you like to tell our listeners and our audience on social media who you are, where we are, and what you do? I'm Graham. We're House and Interiors, Wigmore Street. I've been here for 15 years-ish. 
So wow. I was here from when it opened. Yeah. Um, and I run it and manage it and design from it. And do you enjoy it? I do. You enjoy it. Now, I'm going to share a little secret. We, um, we share the same, uh, well, not, not the only supplier, but we share a shirt, we share a shirt, shirt manufacturer, Taylor. Um, and you've got, you've got very strong links to my part of the world, to Fulham, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I've lived in Fulham for 20 years now. Unbelievable. So, Kent originally. Um, and then London, so I feel more London than Kent now. Yeah. And interestingly enough, where you live now in Fulham is the road that I used to walk down that way to school. My wife at the time used to walk that way to school, and that's well, I would say that's where we fully in love. She'll say that's where she tried to avoid me, but, uh, but there you go. But Fulham seems to be a consistent across everything we do. But let's talk about the history of this showroom. So you've been here from conception. Yeah. How have you found that over the last 15 years? It's changed and developed. We look back at the old photos of the showroom and we were really proud when we opened it, but now mm. we're not so proud and we're a lot proud of what we do now. It's definitely moved on. It's got more minimal, it's more about detail now than ever before. A lot more about feeling, mm. getting to know the clients more. People are more demanding than ever before. So um, it's a, it's a sort of holistic process to get to do, you, do you find that the, the customer now is more demanding than they were 10 years ago you know, going into the new decade I think they, they I don't think they're more demanding that, but they need more mm. and they want more and there's more information out there they need more support um, they need more reassurance people are probably more anxious than they were before so it's about reassurance and guiding them through it and taking mm. them through it I mean as a showroom it's got wow factor mm-hmm. you know it's got wow factor but I think that the product, the showroom, is part of that process. It's the ability to build relationships that keeps people with you. Yeah. Um, how do you do that so successfully? I think the key is getting to know them. It's not necessarily about the kitchen, it's about the person. So mm. if you get to know that person um, through that process, then that's the key. So it's, not talking, about, it's talking about the person, not mm. about the kitchen, and then the kitchen then flows later. I mean, that's, that, that's almost mystical in terms of how you arrive there, aren't you? Because you're, you're letting them bring to life all of the challenges they face and their lifestyle, and then perhaps matching the design to that. Yeah. Would that be right? Yeah, it's a bit corny, but it's more about the journey than the end result. I don't think that's corny. I think yeah. that's actually, if you enjoy that journey, the yeah. end result's going to be okay. Sometimes they say, I'm going to buy it, and it's like, oh. <laughs> we well, ain't going to talk no more. Yeah, got to talk <laughs> no more. But then the, the process, once they've bought it, hmm. then this is a different relationship because you're they definitely trust you because they've given you money mm. um, and then you're counselling through the process of having a kitchen mm. which can be traumatic the building work leading up to the kitchen can be traumatic and, and tiring so it is a counselling process mm. if, it's, if, it's not a, if it's not a complete square and it's easy, easy in easy out there's always going to be challenges on that journey isn't yeah. there it's a, it's a world I know from my current life. It's a world I know all, all too much from my previous life. And we've all been through it. So you do need to have a friend and a council to, yeah. to, to arrive there. And if they've got someone to talk to, it's nice. Well, someone you trust is important yeah. as well. And someone who actually you enjoy having a conversation with. You know, I, I value that. And it's, it's like when you go out of a restaurant or a bar or a pub or just some good service in a shop. You know, you remember people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we were talking about Darren in St. Christopher's Place. Now, yeah. you know, we both bumped into him in Fulham and he's gone on to great things and whatever. But why do I remember him and not other, other places? Yeah. It's a level of service and yeah. it's, it's that level, level of care. So let's now talk about the future. We're in a new decade. We've been talking about the KBB show that's looming and we'll be doing some stuff with DS Media there. What do, you, do you, what do you see 2020 and beyond meaning for you and this business? Hopefully, it's going to be more settled, mm. a bit calmer, um, more of the same. It's going to be, look, it's going to still be simple. 
focus, focusing on detail um, with elements of slightly different metallic stuff coming through as other like the minor detail and I think people are, be, are willing to do something a little bit different mm. but not too different. So they're going to dare to be different but, but subtly yeah. different. Yeah. Fantastic. Transcend, a tre- transcend fashion rather than follow it a trend. Sounds exciting. Graham, listen, from, on behalf of me, Callum, Clara and Stuart from DS Media, thank you so much for letting us record here today. It's, it's great, you know, our podcast is growing and growing. KBB is a huge part of what I do as a business, but we can't do it without people. And the industry is all about people. Definitely. So meeting you has been brilliant. Letting us record here has been brilliant. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Top thank man. You. Okay, so so everyone in our industry knows the KBB show is back. It's the first yes. to the fourth of March, and it's going to be in beautiful Birmingham again, yes. home of people who wear hats like me. I hope you got this on there, Callum. Home, home of the original, <laughs> pe- home of the original Peaky Blinders. Um, what have you got planned? You must have some stuff planned for that show. Of course show. we have. We love the KBB show. Obviously, we've been waiting two years for it, so we're excited to be back at the show. So what we're doing is we are going with the new, brand new look designer, um, our new um, content and obviously designer arty. And what we are doing is we've been working with the organisers of KBB and we are bringing the first ever design trail to the show. So what we're doing as a magazine is we are selecting, we've asked exhibitors to submit their sort of hero design products for the, sh- for the show. And our editorial team are selecting the ones that are going to make the trail, essentially. Are blindly so, selecting or? No, no, it oh. won't be blind, I'm afraid. Mm. No. So we're going to choose the best. <coughs> yeah, that's our good. selection of the best products. These products are going to be highlighted via a big flag on their stand, which has got our logo on it, to say they're on the design trail. We're producing an A6 booklet, which is going to have all of the details about mm. the design trail, the products that are on there, about the show, plus exclusive interviews with top designers from the kitchen and bathroom industry. Mm. It's an amazing show, isn't it? I mean, I, mean, yeah. I was there a couple of years ago, and myself and my wife were there for a couple of days, and, and do, do you know, like, for me, it's like everyone's in one place. This is like, yeah. this is great. I can just go to work. Show to show. Yeah. But, but, but I walked away feeling quite inspired at times. Then I, some, some of the stands, and I, we spoke about this before, Claire, mm. some of the stands I felt a bit disappointed. I thought, you know, could, Smile, you know, yeah, give, yeah, yeah. give me something. But that's that's not that's at any exhibition, yeah. that's at any show. Yeah. But but I think for the the investment that the that businesses and exhibitors put into their their stands, their shows, there's so much to work with. But but you're doing stuff different because you're you you you've got the design trail which is unique and it's yes. different. Yeah. You you know you you've got your publication to go with it. But we're going to throw a bit of podcasting in, aren't we? Exactly. And a bit of a bit of it's a bit of video and stuff yes. like that. And we're going to work with you guys to yeah. to you give are. give the people that are there the chance to come on a podcast yep. you know so to talk tell about what they're doing do some live interviews and you know really kind of again I'm going back to it bring the people and yeah. the personalities yes. in those businesses to life yeah. I'm really excited about it yeah I think it's going to be great it's going to offer something completely new mm. I think what KVB show historically has not really been about design yeah. it's been a show that supports the industry what we're doing is bringing that design element to it and we've obviously got the connections with the top industry designers, so mm. who I'm sure would love to be on a podcast. Well, I think it's, I think it's, you know, it's, it's not, it's not just the audio of the podcast. I mean, you know, you can, you go through the careers charts, you know, and you, you know, all, all the design charts, you see where people are and where they feature and what they are. But I think that 
with, with any media you put together, it's important to have an identity. It's important to bring people in and, and actually be on point with what, what they want to communicate. And this, yes, exactly. this, and this is where it can really resonate now because you're, 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 you're talking to someone while, while you're there. How are you finding it? What, what's been mm. good? What's been bad? Yeah. No, yeah. what have you? What have you liked? I mean, I remember the um, the, the from uh, from Spain. I've got no point of sign. It's one of my favourite stands. It had the guys doing the cooking and like the like demos on yeah, there, yeah. and I really liked that. And I think it was the other company, Frontline. They had some really yeah. good music playing, and I'm like, you know. These stands have drawn me in mm. yeah. from a different reason. Then there was the vi- virtual reality, and I thought that was yeah, good. That, and yeah. then you go to a different stand, different stand, you think, you know, I kind of, I've forgotten that one. By putting something like this in for the visitors, you're actually in a, almost a subconscious way, you're showcasing the product, mm. you're showcasing the design, and you're taking them around that, that show in a different way. Yeah, I think it highlights that there is no other shows out there that specifically mm concentrate on design for kitchen mm. and bathroom so what we are doing is highlighting that to our audience. I, I, I was speaking there with, with the big BKBBI, the Damien's uh, talking about yeah. recruitment and technology and how it's changing and how we can, you know, you don't have to look at a piece of paper now when you're employing someone you can mm. look at you can look at an interactive video of said individual rather than a piece of paper and you can do so much more now and we bring that into every every single day of, of what we do at Floyd Jones but when you can actually then talk to people that are putting their time in and, and get them to bring their passions to the visitors, to the other listeners, to people that are there, you've got something really special to work with. So combining, I think, your your connections, our, our, our vehicle in terms of the podcast and the personality, we could have something really special yes, happening over those I'm few excited. days, shouldn't we? Yeah, I've yeah. already, I mean, you know, we've been, we've been on a sort of a soft launch of it. We've been talking to people and, and the response we've got are like, do it. You know, we want to be involved. Yeah. When can we talk? And yeah. that's what we can we can be, we, be building in the coming weeks. So yeah. really exciting times. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be really exciting actually, because being an official media partner of the KBB show, once again, um, we've got the design trail. It's going to be the launch of the brand new look designer magazine mm. with the new content and doing the podcast videos with, with you guys yeah. as well. So, so let's summarise that up. KBB 2020, we're going to have a design trail, we're yes. launching the new yes. magazine, and yes. we're bringing podcasts and video in a multimedia to life. Absolutely. Boom. <laughs> Boom. There you go. So that's the end of the show. Thanks for listening. You can find out more about Foyne Jones by visiting our website or connecting with me on LinkedIn. We at Foyne Jones, this is what we do.